Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we're going to be talking about She-Hulk Episode 5 Feedback. All that right of this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley, you ready to talk about some She-Hulk? Oh, I am. Let's dive right in. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I must say, we we, we, we kind of... Well, we, we had Dragon Con, which we've talked about a lot, um, but... And then you got COVID. And then I got COVID, and we had that D23 stuff, so we have not done a feedback episode in a while, so some of these are actually from th- episodes three through five, but I tried to cut the ones that didn't matter anymore, like things that like were either disproven or like not related to what's going on, but most of this stuff still has some interesting stuff, so I kept it in. Um, or f- up first, we got Alyssa Jane Haynes, one of our patrons, says, uh, greeting Greetings, panda bosses. Uh, Loving She-Hulk. Episode 3 had me laughing out loud practically every scene. The whole vibe is so fresh and different, while still incorporating tons of tie-ins to the Marvel Universe. Um, The primary characters are flawless. Looking at you, Jen, Nikki, and Pug. And the cameos are ridiculously fun. So, happy we have six more episodes to look forward to. Love y'all 3000. Panda face. <laughs> uh, P.S. Um, maybe Wong is a scroll. His absent-mindedness is a little reminiscent of Fury's behavior in Far From Home. P.P.S. After episode four, I rescind my speculation about Wonger's yeah. being a scroll because this shit is too funny for it uh, to not really be him. Uh, Madison, better return. I can't imagine she's not going to return. She's the so Madison great. stuff was funny, but let me tell, I mean, I'm such an evil witch. The memes and stuff and all the Madison jokes, just calm down. It's too much. Like, we get it. There's the only thing I've disliked about this entire run of She-Hulks was everybody doubling down on the Madison stuff. I don't know you why. Mean, wh- I thought she part? was like the Madison. Oh, my God. There was just a million memes with people be, I don't know. It was just too much and it was too overwhelming. <laughs> and they're like, oh, she has her, like, people making fun. She has her show now and this and that. It was just like, it oh, was see, funny. It. And it was, yeah, I'm it, I'm an evil witch. It's me. It's nobody else. It's me. I hated it. I, hated it. I, I love loved it. everything she did. She was so funny. And then society ruined it for me. I see. I liked it partially because <laughs> as soon as I got on the internet, like, I, the episode had just dropped. And, I, and there was already, like introducing marvel's madison and it mm. just and then the little tagline was like two ends but they're not where you think they are or whatever yeah or it's with a y but not i just thought it was good i, th- I think i really like i think memes don't always age well because they're not always that funny right. but like when they're just so immediately after you see a thing i just i just find that i just love that the internet is this big creative ball that everyone's just out there like oh i have an idea and i'll make it and then we all share it and it's a thing i'm impressed just, every day with how funny people are like when you see yeah. twitter like i don't i don't twitter but when people put those <laughs> compilation things on the facebook and it's like funniest things about like ep, you know hot d episode 3 and it mm-hmm. was all these memes from that i'm just like oh oh hot d a house of the dragon and it's just so funny. I'm like, God, people are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Not about the Madison stuff. Though. It was fine. The Madison stuff was funny. It just started like, it, it just gets stretched so thin. Yeah, I hear you. I Yeah, there wasn't a lot in her character. So like the three things that you're going to like pick on or whatever. It was or, like, it, ha, 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 ha. And then the, same the entire yeah. damn page was just, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I do, I do, I'd love me some Madison though. I know I'm um, an evil queen. I'm an evil, you know. 
queen, which whatever. <laughs> Don't listen to me or follow me. <laughs> uh, well, up next, we got uh, Dexter Brigham says, uh, greetings, Ash and the gang. That's exactly how you should always title these. <laughs> uh, someone, someone, I think I had to cut it because it was something that like didn't make sense anymore, but they said Ashley and the side characters, I think. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all think I'm in, I'm checking the email still. Right, right, right. Oh. Uh, it has is well. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I need my praise still. I mean, I am checking the emails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just ruined it. Karen ruined it is all. my side. It's me that, as a ghostwriter. Yeah, that's her. Uh, of course, her I'm name. a Karen. <laughs> I love you, Karen. I do. I love you, Karen. <laughs> She's doing a great job. She really is. She really is. She answers the emails so much nicer than I did. <laughs> she answers them nicely and does a good job organizing. She's I would great, think that people great. would, if wouldn't like, I, I remember saying to Katie, you know, about how, you know, when people send in the email, sometimes I put my own feelings in it because like, what are we doing? If not this whole show to talk about right, our feelings right, right. and she's, and I'm like, but sometimes, you know, I'm a little mean and she's like, well, what would they, ex- they wouldn't expect less. I'm like, Oh, true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's true. It's so, while that is true, and they want that, and I think it's amazing, not everyone can take the full light that is the sun of your, so your, they sh- your meanness they directly at you. think more about how they word their emails. That's all. <laughs> think about it. <sighs> and then we'll all, right. all be living in a better world. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we have... I mean, Dexter continues. Uh, greetings, <laughs> Ash and the gang. I got Woo. through that much of this email so far. Um, <laughs> you almost spit. Uh, you almost spit your wine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not drinking. <laughs> uh, loved the conversation earlier this week about how great and interesting Hulk's journey has been. Even in the absence of standalone movies, which th- quick theory about where the Hulk's character arc might be headed. Smart Hulk, ugh, Smart Hulk is supposedly the integrated personalities of both Banner and Hulk, and yet Banner can still become fully human when he wears the inhibitor, uh, which implies that the OG Hulk still exists in there somewhere as well. I think that maintaining Smart Hulk takes conscious effort on Banner's part, hence all the meditation and mindfulness work over five years of the blip and that some major loss or trauma down the line will give us the dramatic return of either the OG Hulk or some new version such as gray Hulk. Uh, can't wait to see how it all plays out. Laters Gators. I love this email because I absolutely agree. I mean, I kind of miss Hulk. Yeah, me too. I mean, we, we, t- we haven't about seen it. him since when was i mean ragnarok but before that he was a a ultron yeah uh so yeah ultron and then ragnarok and the next time we see him uh the the, he yells no once in infinity war yeah uh, and that's about it and so like he's i this email is great because it made me think of something i would never have expected and i'm I'm mad at you dexter because you may have given something away like (laughs) I didn't know how badly I would love to see the return of the Hulk. But, like, can you imagine we're in, like, some big last boss fight and someone does something terrible and then, like, Hulk, like, 
Professor Hulk is standing there as Professor Hulk, and then he hulks out again and becomes like oh. like full on Hulk. Like, and you're like, and someone's like, Banner, what are you doing? And and they're like, that's not Banner, you know? Like, it's, yeah. Uh, like in my head, I'm like, oh, we all get to a storyline where the him and Le- Yelena are in the same room, and he knows who she is, and she knows who he is, and like she gets hurt, and then he just hulks out because it's Nat's sister. I would yeah, love that. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, like like classic Hulk. That like I mean, as you said, Age of Ultron. Uh, we have like the Hulk still destroying buildings. You know what I mean? Like, but you could talk to him. <laughs> yeah, you had to have the t- Hulkbuster armor was still needed in that movie, and then you have this Hulk who's just he's just not that risky anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's it's yeah, kind of. I do kind of miss, I miss that. Like the the like. Hulk is the one, it, it, it's hard to, it, okay, people might hate this, but I might compare him to Superman in a way that in the comics, like the Hulk, you can't stop him. You can't mm-hmm. beat him. The more you hurt him, the angrier he gets. And the only time, I mean, when he went up against Onslaught, it was the only time that like Onslaught hit him so hard, it separated the two identities. So Hulk right. went into the, like, uh, it, uh, Onslaught's a whole long story. But it was cool to see like the two identities get split and we just don't get to see that anymore. And I was yeah. like, Smart Hawk is cool and it made sense for Endgame, but like, let's get back to it. it. It would be one thing if during this time of them being combined, I saw a little more Hulk in him. Because right yeah. now it just feels like Banner in the body. And I want, I, I wish that like we had a little bit of like Banner doing things that are a little, little, little animalistic, little Hulk-like. And then the, him going like, you know him almost maybe apologetic hey, it's po- or not apologetic he's like no it's a part of me I, that's who this is who i am i'm like mm-hmm. i'm a little brash i'm a little rough because that's part of my personality because it just doesn't feel like that so far every yeah. once in a while there's like like when he pushes Jin off the off the cliff in in episode one it's kind of like oh that's kind of a hulk thing to do yeah it, it also makes sense though that they're taking him off the board because if you have the hulk you can pretty much stop any situation that's happening at any time because he's right. that strong. So it's like him, they have to figure a way to take these super power, powerful people off the board to say like Dr. Strange is who, who knows where right now Hulk is smart. Hulk, our most powerful people are really not there anymore. Right. So now we have more like grounded superheroes. I mean, I guess like when we introduce Kamala Khan and stuff, that's going to be different, but everybody else is more kind of like brawler now. Who do we mm-hmm. have left that has a lot of powers besides uh, Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan, you know, all the Marvels yeah. I'm going to put to the side. Those right. The ladies. Well, and they're about to be out in space, probably doing something, which will, will probably lead to and what we have with Thunderbolts, you know, Monica, but even yeah. Thunderbolts, we were talking last week, like they don't have a heavy hitter. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I almost think that that's not true like what if it is the hulk you know like or about yeah oh i would love that yeah what if what if hulk comes back as the hulk like he takes over the body uh what if banner dies you know like what if like the Mm. the banner personality is dead he can't die well not for good you know eventually there's some way to bring him back but like what if the something so terrible happens that the banner personality gets like you know, subdued to the point that Hulk has to take over uh, full time. And like, he could go be in the Thunderbolts, you know, cause mm-hmm. he, he was starting to get a lot more sentient seeming when it came to uh, Ragnarok, like him up in his little, uh, 
little penthouse hanging out. Uh, that was having- given to him. I would live anywhere. Yeah. Someone gave me to live for free. Well, yeah, I can decorate just- this myself. Right, but the fact that he's the Hulk, like, chilling out. Like, he was just yeah. chilling in a penthouse. He actually deserves to be put in the closet for a little while. I mean, or I guess it was, like, five years. He's what been away. Mean? I mean, like, you know the way he put Banner away for, like, two years while he was oh, the Hulk? yeah. He yeah, kind of yeah, had yeah. that coming. The Hulk yeah, did. Yeah, I guess. But now it's been, like, seven years? Was he, or he took the time in between uh, Infinity War and Endgame to become smart hulk yeah yeah so we don't know exactly when it could have been as soon as like a year ago that he i'm was just still- saying he deserves at least two years in the dark as well <laughs> if we're being sure, fair sure. <laughs> well if, if even like it was a choice we don't really know much about how that worked you know what i mean like was it a That's choice true. or was it just like you know they, they, he talks about a little bit how like the time he's he's losing losing his grip on being able to hold onto the body and stuff at one point it, it, it just like yeah, I don't know. And it's, it's been two years. He's freaking out. Oh, but also, they say time works differently. So I'm still like unclear if that two oh, years they were in was space. two years. Well, it's space, but it's also they say on that planet they just say time works differently uh, here. Well, maybe the two years stuff was coming from Earth because they were like you were gone for right. two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, the, but the thing about him being on Sakar or whatever, like, or uh, is that was that Sakar? Sakar. Oh, yeah. Gosh, my brain would was like, was it Sakar? Was that Toad Sakar? Yeah, you're right. Um, the him being on Sakar for two years, like he, there was speculation around some of the like you know theory videos, and I don't think this is true, but that like because time works differently there. What if Hulk was there for a hundred years? You know what I mean? Like Mm. then maybe that's why Hulk kind of developed more and had more of a personality because he was like a toddler when he left out into space, and now he's like been there a long time. Hulk has had a chance to like develop a personality and you know be who he is or whatever. Mm Anyway, uh, okay, let's grab this next one. We got uh, Gregory Cayley, uh, one of our patrons, says, Hi, lady and gentle pandas <laughs> of the jury. Uh, I'm loving law and disorder MCU. It's <laughs> good. I like that a lot. Uh, allow me to take my case. Madison with a Y uh, and two N's, but it's not what you think. Uh <laughs> She made a deal with a demon. I know exactly where this is going. Of course we do. Of course we do. Uh, That she can't talk about. Sounds very Faust. Who made a deal with Mephistolis. Maybe he means Mephisto there. Um, So, we just had Mephisto confirmed, right? (laughs) I think so. And we now know that... the Johnny Blaze poster in the trailer isn't a Johnny Blaze poster at all. Uh, so it wasn't a Ghost Rider Easter egg, or was it? Uh, what if his stage name is Donnie, uh, but his real name is Johnny, and he does do another spell and ends up in the hell dimension, and Mephisto turns him into Ghost Rider by merging him with Zarathos? OMG, Mephisto confirmed, case closed. <laughs> I'm with you on all the Mephisto stuff, but uh, that guy is not allowed to be my Johnny Blaze. <laughs> no. That, yeah, I would that, rather I have exactly Nicolas similar. Cage over that guy who is the magician. <laughs> I'm 100% with you on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Uh, so, yeah, agreed. I, I love the all the theories. I talked about it on our reaction cast that, like, that's a. 
that's it was another thing i was like talking about how wong like what are you doing wong like madison made a deal with a demon like you need to like i need a line where you explain why that's not as big a deal as it sounds right <laughs> like this Kathan. is your friend <laughs> yeah like, what's going on uh, okay uh star wars audio comics uh they have a youtube channel you should check out if you like star wars this is debunked but go ahead i put it in oh, my it? parentheses yeah Oh, okay. Charlie gotcha. Cox pretty much said that this new episode is not a jumping off point or the new series is not a jumping off point from the Netflix shows that it's a new, sh- it's all new. Netflix is not canon. Uh, yeah. See, I haven't, I haven't actually looked into like what he actually said. Um, I wasn't sure how like definitive it was. And also it's Charlie Cox. It's not a writer. I, I right. don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Star Wars Iron Comics. Hey pandas. I, I just have a random thought slash prediction. What if in She-Hulk, in the episode where Daredevil shows up, he, she turns to the camera and says, yes, this is the same guy as the Netflix series. And yeah, that means the Netflix series are canon. So stop asking. <laughs> or something like that. That would be quite hilarious. I agree. That would be quite hilarious. And yeah. I would love or it. Or the opposite. If she's like, this is not canon. Stop asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Netflix that, wasn't canon. That would that would also be okay, I guess. <laughs> See, I'm okay with them starting over. I guess I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I'll it's watch too it, hard to continue that story because then you have to bring all those same actors back. And yeah, I'd rather. It, it's kind of like Spider Man. Like I don't need to start from the beginning again. And you have you would have to. I feel like that's what you're saying, though. That you, no, I'm not, because they're going to make the new Daredevil show PG-13. I guarantee it. I don't mm, think maybe. it's going to be MA. I think that's probably the thing that they decided. So, to know what was going on, you would have to watch all of the Daredevil and all of everything else. And that's too much of asking of the viewers, especially minors, or even maybe. people who don't want to watch all of... You have to watch Jessica Jones. You got to watch to understand yeah, the defenders. I don't think and you that. do. I don't think you do. I think that like Daredevil could come back the same character. They just, you meet him at a different part in his life and he is doing other stuff. And yeah, have references, bring back some of those actors, have them be those parts of his life. Um, but that was, that was his origin story, but you could have the same, you could have Daredevil. He's just a fully realized Daredevil now, and he's just a lawyer who does the thing, who does the Daredevil thing at night, and you you just pick up. It's kind of like watching a Batman movie, and you don't have to see the origin story. You just jump into Batman, you know? Well, it's just like where when it ended, it was at such a, like him, Foggy, and Karen were starting their own yeah. thing, so we're just not going to have them in any of it? Or do they have to bring them back? I think they bring them back. Absolutely. Yeah. You just won't, even even doing that, you won't know what these people went through unless you watch everything. Sure, that's true. So you, you don't know, have the same connections with the characters. Agreed. But like the, the same thing can go for like characters that we've watched. That's going to be the case with all of these shows. Now that like the MCU is getting so broad, it's just like we had with Mom. Like we're just talking about people that didn't watch WandaVision and they were confused about Mom. Like some people just yeah, aren't going to be on the same wavelength. Right. And I feel like that's losing viewers for day I, I don't know i personally i sure. i saw i think i saw charlie cox do an interview where he said that it was not going to be following the same canon as the netflix shows but like you said he's not a writer i don't right. know i think though i don't know i don't know what they're going to do but daredevil's such a big character yeah and it's more seasons to, to i don't know we'll see yeah I they just didn't think bring those... anybody else out on that stage but him and vincent d'onofrio 
Right, but that doesn't mean they're not involved. Um, and it, it might be that they're not in this series. It might be that they're like, you know, whatever has happened to their relationship since Daredevil. I need to look into that article because I've seen it floating around. But like, I kind of feel like I hear that shit every other week. And so I, I, unless I really get it like confirmed from somebody like Feige or like a writer or something like, oh yeah, we did not consider that canon when we wrote the show. Yeah. Um, like uh, I have heard some things that worry me about it. I, I heard him say these again, I'm reading like headlines. I haven't really dug into some of this stuff, but um, I heard he said something like how much lighter of a tone that She-Hulk was and like how it was interesting to take the character into such a light, silly place, which the thing is like, yeah, I, think I that mean, can work. Matt Murdock, when you rewatch Daredevil, like Matt Murdock is 90% of the problem of his own world. Like he mm-hmm. is the problem running through all that. And it's all so dark. And that's yeah. why I love it. And that's why Daredevil's my favorite of all the shows. Right. Well, it's also him coming to terms with what he's doing. Like that's yeah, the but he thing. doesn't really until the end. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So, like, that's we should what I'm rewatch so the whole, Daredevil. Oh, 100 percent, and I'm, do that. I'm, I have been rewatching it, and I love it. Um, and so, yeah, we we I'm down to t- especially when Born Again's coming because they did the Born Again storyline technically in the last season. Right, right. So I think Born Again is just a title. It's not going to be the same. But don't you think it means Born Again, as in we're starting over? Depends. I think it could also mean unblipped. All right. If this has nothing to do with the Netflix shows, you owe me five dollars. <laughs> I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying I want it to, and it will annoy me if it. Doesn't. I do. Like, I do too. But I also think that I saw things about um, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage being in it. Sorry, Amonity Patre of Philia. Danny Rand, I guess. But at least they left the end <laughs> of that show with him going off somewhere with his uh, stepbrother to go take care of something. So it would make sense that Danny Rand's not there. Right. Sure. Yeah. I I, I just want more. Uh, I want more of that universe. I just don't see a reason that that can't be canon. There's nothing in the MCU it's that true. Like, counteracts. It just is more adult. Is the only thing that like <sighs> unless you, you, they you want said. the meeting of Kingpin and Daredevil to be different than what they originally scripted in the storyline. Right, and they just shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I agree. They can give also... like an interesting introduction to Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie, and it could be amazing. And mm-hmm. if you've never met Kingpin before, you could absolutely see that happening. Like this really great. Moment between Kingpin and Spider Man, and him learning who he is. He was he was a Spider Man villain to begin with. Um, like that could be wonderful. And then there's just all this backstory you don't even know about. And then there's yeah. just this guy you meet in a Spider Man movie who says like, "Yeah, I, I he, he's a terrible guy. I've been working. I've been fighting this guy for a long time." And that's all you have to know about Daredevil. He's like Pretty a guy much. who's been fighting him all this, all this time. Like. I don't know. I'm I'm just down. I want it. Yeah, I don't care what it is. All right. Up next, we got Michaela Frost says, hello. Uh, first time writing in. I absolutely love the podcast. Woo. Thank you for writing in, Michaela, and thank you, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, so, episode, so, I absolutely love the funny sketches at the end of the show, and during the episode, I noticed that there was a drawing with Pug and his Iron Man 3s. Uh, in the background, you can see a Deadpool shoe, uh, the Thing shoe, a Cy- and a Cyclops shoe. Of course, we know the Fantastic Four movie and Deadpool is coming out in the MCU, uh, but that also means the X-Man is confirmed to be in the MCU. Uh, just thought that was a small nod and interesting. Love you guys, 3000. Michaela. 
Yeah, this this was going all around the internet for sure. Um, there are shoes in the background, and they are like a bunch of Marvel. I don't think you even think that she cool. got them all. I have Captain like, Marvel high tops. Nice, nice. They're uh, sick. There's, that's awesome. But yeah, there's there's just a wall of shoes behind Pug at the end in the drawing, mm-hmm. and it's just a bunch of sketches of all kinds of shoes in the background, like oh, all kinds cool. of Marvel characters. Very, very neat. Um, so it's kind of our first real Deadpool reference in the MCU. Uh, but it's weird because it's in the post credit sequence in a drawing, like a courtroom sketch. So I don't think this means anything. I, I think this is another case of like, this means nothing. It's just a joke. It's just a reference. Cause yeah. like the thing is, they look like Deadpool shoes, but someone could just say, oh, no, those are just shoes with a swirly eye on them. Like, whatever. <laughs> there's, there's ways to headcanon that that's not actually a Daredevil shoe, I guess. <laughs> so, that's fair. Yeah, but I do love it. It's so fun. Um, and the fact that there's a bunch of uh, Fantastic Four stuff in there is really cool. And uh, Fantastic Four, X-Men, and Deadpool all on the wall there. That's so, so cool. Um, Robbie Collings says, uh, dear Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, ah, daredevil. Me too, Mary. Me too. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> Me too. So, so exciting. Um, all right. Angel Kappel says, uh, I really think it's Mr. Blue from Incredible Hulk that sent the wrecking crew to get She-Hulk's blood. He was all about the blood and was seen stealing some uh with us getting abomination it seems likely it does seem likely yeah and we didn't talk about this the, the spoiler alert for the announcements at d23 but do you spoiler alert spoiler alert for the announcements it's an announcement it's been announced three two but one you've been warned Catherine didn't want to know so i didn't talk about it on the last episode but the leader mr blue the leader has been announced as the a bad guy for the new Captain America New World Order. So, that's that's big. Oh, really? I didn't even think I knew that. Is it going to be the same actor? I, I love that guy. They did say Samuel Stearns, I think. He's, so like, he's in... I think so. What's that movie with George Clooney where they're singing the whole time? No idea. And Dusty. I am a man of constant sorrow. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that movie. That movie. We, I can't... Remember we, the name of the movie? Oh God! Coen Brothers. Yeah, we know everything but the title. But yeah, for sure. Every I know every little thing about it. Ken, what's that Coen Brothers movie with George Clooney? <laughs> oh, man. oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? Thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, we got Sean Holt, one of our patrons, says, uh, "Hey, MCU cast family, uh, hello, fam, uh, Sean Holt." Here from Scarborough, Maine. Episode 3 of She-Hulk has a prison counselor character named Sean Holt. Ah, <laughs> I, am, I am MCU canon. <laughs> I'm so excited and love that my name has now been a part of the MCU. Even if in the smallest way. That's all. I just wanted to share this with my people. Keep up the great work. Who uh, I've loved the Dragon Con cast. Oh, Sean good. Uh, Scarborough, Maine, uh, not a prison counselor in an ultra max prison. <laughs> Actually, I have something funny to say about this. I get where he's coming from. Um, they say my birthday in the Fellowship of the Ring because when Frodo uh, wakes up in Rivendell, Gandalf is like, You are in Rivendell in the house of Elrond, and it is October the 24th, and that's my birthday. Uh, so I'm always like, Yeah. <laughs> 
That's, <laughs> That's me. That's great. Yeah. Also, birthday I love coming it. up. You need to like make an Amazon wish list and post it in the Stranded Panda chat. I would never do that. <laughs> for your birthday. For your birthday. I know. I couldn't do that. Don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> Only people that really want to will do it. I <laughs> love stuff, so. <laughs> Oh man, man, that's uh, something that we, as a podcaster, it does. It somehow feels gauche, but like you know, streamers do that all the time. Like I would streamers, never do that. My my my, I have a good name, friend named Raquel, Raquel Lily, and th- th- I don't know if she does it as much anymore, but she used to do it all the time. Uh, Raquel Lily, she's awesome, great musician. But one of the things that they do, uh, one of the ways that she makes her living is that she has like a wish list, and they send her shit. And it's like, it, it, it doesn't, they don't know your address or anything. It's like a thing where like you order it and it goes straight to them, but also like, so it'll, there'll be like gear on there that she needs for her, oh, stuff. Yeah. but also like lunch. Like she has a list of her favorite lunches from her favorite Uber Eats places. I would just way- feel like I was on an OnlyFans. Like, no, <laughs> I mean, well, the most see, minimal I, OnlyFans. I used to feel that way. I really did. Do I used you to do feel it? so embarrassed. Do you do that? No. No, I don't. I used to feel that way. I used to feel really embarrassed. But then at some point I realized to be an artist of any type these days when everything is free, every piece of media is free. It's true. Movies, movies, music, everything is free. You can get anything you want for free if you want it bad enough. And like, so the only thing that supports the arts is people like people choosing to support the arts patrons as it were literally the people were reading their comments. Like those are, those are the people that are actually making this, this podcast happen, you know, yeah. making my music happen. No one needs a CD anymore, but they buy it for, you know, for the keepsake of like, look, I got the CD, but they also buy it because they just want to support, you know, it it's is, a, a, it's it a is fun. my, one of my husband's best friends, his sister lives out in California and uh, we all went to Florida last year around this time and his sister messaged him and was like, oh, my God, you know, Ashley Goff. Like, I listen to the podcast. I'm Aww. such a big fan. And like, I, I don't I don't we don't use the word fan. We use listeners like we I, I don't yeah, know. We yeah, just I have such a different respect with our our people that to have him say it to me like fan. I'm like, don't. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, but and it was funny. It's like, girl, I've known your, your brother for years. You didn't see that's all the so pictures funny. yeah it is funny though but it's it's crazy so did she see the picture and recognize you so we had gotten back from florida and i was tagged in pictures oh, with him and she wow. was like oh i've been listening to this cast for like two years that's so cool that is so so cool the mccloskeys <laughs> just in case you're listening girl hey babe hey girl hey girl hey <laughs> brian mccloskey's sister hey hey, hey, sister mccloskey that sounds so like a nun sorry you're a nun now you're from daredevil you're one of the nuns sister mccloskey (laughs) his mother is one of the fiercest women in history sorsha from willow Ooh. do you do do you remember willow i man i really don't i've been mean to rewatch oh you need so willow is one of my favorite like willow legend labyrinth dark crystal all those movies came out around the same time and she was the evil queen's daughter who ended up standing up to her at the end and, and getting with Mad Mardigan, who is Val Kilmer's character. And those two got yeah. married in real life. Yeah. So she plays Daredevil's mom in season four. Got you. Got you. So Daredevil's Daredevil's mom is in Will is the lady from Will. I remember you is telling the us lead that. in Willow, who is Val Kilmer's ex-wife. Are you excited to cover the Willow show on Pandavision? No. No? You don't want yes. to? Maybe. Who are you going to do it with me? 
I mean, I would, I would probably I'd do it with you. Okay, I'll do it with you. I just scared. I mean, the Lord of the Rings show has been a, a lot better. Like I was worried, but yeah. it's also a billion dollars. So like anything that's happening in that show, it honestly doesn't matter because I'm so mesmerized by the cinematography. Mm. It's it looks like a billion dollars. Um, the Willow show, I'm a little bit more. I don't know. Well, I'll do it with you, and we'll see how it goes. It's what's her yeah. face from uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, isn't it, Carly? Oh, okay. Oh, neat. I loved Willow as like a kid, like a little kid. I loved Willow. It's so close to my heart. For some reason, we watched it a bunch as kids. And for some reason, I just like never went back as a teen or an adult. So like I haven't seen it in 20, 20, 25 years, something like that. Katie from Dragon Con and uh, Brian, who did our stuff for the uh, trivia, their daughter's name is Alora, Princess Alora Dan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they walked in their wedding to the to the Willow music. Like, it's a nice. big part of our lives. <laughs> nice, I love it. Okay, uh, let's see. Up next, we got Timothy Castillo says, "Hey, MCU guys, <laughs> hmm. uh, listening to She Hulk episode three cast and uh, about the inhibitor. I think she is bluffing. She is a lawyer. Uh, she was betting on Emil being able to control his form and not choosing to be abomination. I think she will." providing a placebo inhibitor that only she knows doesn't actually work. Uh, thanks for the pod. Hmm. What do you mm. think about that? I don't know. I don't know. I think that she really believes in the law, and I don't think yeah. that she would completely lie. So I yeah. feel like she would give him an inhibitor and be like, don't take this off again. But when Val Delatina, Valentina goes to him and says, do you want to be... Yeah. Well, it might also be literally like Suicide Squad, where the government's like, you can take this off and be the abomination as long as you're helping. Right. I think that's what the goals what of the team are. I think it's probably what we're getting at. I think what what he's talking about. Is we were having a conversation about the idea that like we were talking all about how like the end, like some of the some of the things just don't make a lot of sense sometimes on the show. Like they haven't taken pains to like make everything make sense. Like we know three episodes ago, Hulk had an inhibitor, and right. he says. Hey, I've got this inhibitor, but I don't even know how to make one for you, Jen. Right, which is And weird. then they're like, hey, we'll make him get an inhibitor. This thing that we don't know that we can make exist. Like, and literally the and guy And he's who, not even there. Yeah, he's not even around. He's, it's not like she called Bruce up and he was like, yeah, I'll get on that. Like, no, it just, it, it seems like a total out of left field thing to even know an inhibitor could exist. She was probably like, I can get this. Yeah. So let's do it this way. But uh, hopefully nobody comes back to check, like a parole officer or anything. Yeah, but you know they're gonna. Like, it just I feels know. really... Well, they said as long weird. as he doesn't turn into him again. He didn't say he was out on parole. He's just free, so... Uh, yeah. No, I think that's... I think free that's to what be that used is. by the government at will. Right. It is a parole hearing, though. So I think by being free, he's on parole. Like, that's what it means to go uh, get released on, after a parole hearing. Luckily, never been there. Yeah, me, I definitely have. I've had a, some hard years before the old podcasting. Podcasting's what I needed to, like, settle me down, you know? Oh, wow. That before, I was, like, you know, a, a big-time criminal. Chose the wrong life. <laughs> I did? The podcasting <laughs> life was... Yeah, if you were a career criminal and then met me, we'd be <laughs> running the world right now. That's true. We'd be, like, hey. Nicolas Cage and Jared Leto and uh, Gods of War. Or that's not it. There's still time. How can we turn this into a pyramid scheme? 
I love crime. I just feel like it's so easy. <laughs> so terrible. Go to work or do crime? <laughs> See, the, the problem is you most get caught. crime. Well, you get caught, but also most crime ends up being more work than the work was. Not if you're in the government. And you're a crime lord. That's they true. all seem to be getting away with murder. No, yeah. If you're in the government, you get away yeah. with whatever you want to do. Lord of War, that's the Nicolas Cage movie with Jared mm, Leto. That mm. movie's great. Okay. I mean, it doesn't end well for him, but I would have done smarter. <laughs> I would have been smarter. <laughs> well, on that note, FBI, don't listen to this. <laughs> all right, FBI, don't 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 come raid us. We're just we're just simple pandas. Just chewing on our bamboo. Just eating bamboo, not mine. You know, <laughs> minding our own business. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we'll be back soon. Um, the, anything you want to plug, Ashley? Uh, Hocus Pocus on Bingers Assembled with the lovely mm. Haley Habs from uh, the Source Pages. We are jumping back through time to nostalgia and we are getting ready to do this second movie that's coming out september 30th on disney plus so Sweet. after that comes out we'll be out with the next episode but yeah we're we had a lot of fun that's and awesome. uh bill and ashley's terror theater is on a vacation break and we will be back the week of october 1st for lots of spooky season because we have a lot planned for october that is awesome all right guys well we'll uh we'll be back doing that soon i'm over on pandavision right now covering uh house of the dragon hot d um hot d as covering that hot d gotta cover the hot d uh (laughs) and it's gonna be good it's gonna be good we've had a lot of fun so far um so uh, we'll be doing that uh doing that shortly and uh so check out pandavision and bingers assemble and bill and ashley's terror theater all the things at strandedpanda.com you can find all our shows we'll be back soon peace until next time true believers thank you for joining us for the marvel cinematic universe podcast available everywhere you get podcasts and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash stranded panda tv and available at youtube.com slash stranded panda and if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts geeky projects and ways to support the network visit strandedpanda.com <laughs>